0: At practice, we're at an event. Have you ever had to mutter those famous words? That's my cable. Colossal Cable is taking that question out of the equation by offering monogrammed cable ends. Most coffees are just that, coffee. It's time to wake up your taste buds with the new kid in town. Riders and Rockers Coffee Company isn't for the average Joe drinker. Riders and Rockers Coffee is the best that you deserve. From the premium light roast to the bold dark roast and everything in between. Personally, I'm really liking the LA Guns Cocked and Loaded blend. Take your coffee game to the ultimate level. Riders and Rockers Coffee Company.com. Follow us on Facebook. You deserve the best damn cup of coffee. Hey, Rob. Cheers. There we go.
1: Hey, all. Yeah, one for each eye. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Recording in progress.
0: All right.
3: Recording hey. in progress. There we okay. go. So yeah, sure. that's,
0: that's the key to this, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. So, okay, I am going to start this whole ball of wax with 1987 Kansas City Memorial Hall. I'm front row center. You guys are opening up for Striper. Uh, Tim Gaines is throwing slices of bread out there while you guys are performing. Smacked Kelly a couple times in the head with slices of bread. <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I remember uh, Robert, you dropped one of your guitar picks, and Tony came over and he's like I, I pointed at the guitar pick and he goes he bent, he actually bent down and said, "Why do you want that? Nobody's named on it. It's just one of those junk fender pickup picks. And I'm like, oh <laughs> so. That was my first introduction to Tony Cavazzo.
1: <laughs> I kind of remember huh? that.
0: <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Well,
3: uh, was it bread or was it pizza?
0: It was actually a friend. He
1: ripped open the loaf of bread.
3: <laughs> I remember <laughs> well, part of the reason why we that... did that is
1: we were getting we get bored on on tours a lot, you know, <laughs> doing the same thing every day. And and everybody's <laughs> playing practical jokes on each other. <laughs> And you know we did it to them as well. You know we would you know do crazy stuff to them. Oh yeah, I think
3: yeah. Tony the, the the best one that we did was uh we got smoke bombs and yeah. you know we were doing arenas with them and we would stick st- smoke bomb on the Robert Sweet's drum riser which was yeah. beautiful and his hair was blowing. He had fans underneath. I mean it was a beautiful scenery and we would. You know, we were very careful what color we would choose, you know, to use smoke bombs. So, we, of course, you know, the, their concept is black yeah. and yellow. So, we, you know, Tony and I and Jay and Carly Kelly, we will light up all smoke bombs under the stage, under the drum riser, and he will be like a smoke gallon. Yeah, so, <laughs> we were terrorize each other. We were born like Tony said.
0: Well, guys, I've heard the new album. Holy crap. You guys have just grabbed eighties metal, put it into a blender, shaking it up and just exploded it. It was, it's absolutely phenomenal.
1: Thank you. I nice, appreciate that. Chris, we we were a couple of mad scientists in there, in our laboratory. It <laughs> <laughs> only took 20 yeah, years, right? We, just, <laughs>
3: yeah. Man, we, we did a lot experimental because also we got caught up um, in the middle of COVID while we started, you know, recording. Yeah. So we had to kind of reinvent our wheel, you know. And you know, you stay positive and you figure it out, you know. So you know, Mikey opened up a kick-ass studio in, in his house, and and Tony and and Daniel and myself with a tiny little laptop in the boats, and uh, we made it. We made it work out. Right. So oh yeah. And happen. you know,
0: COVID destroyed so much, but so much great music is coming out of it now. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah there was no gigs to be had during that time. And all we could do is write, you know, and write yeah. and pass stuff back and forth. And, and, you know, everybody would, the next guy would probably bring a song to the next level. And uh, that's what we were shooting for. And it just kept building on that, you know, just building a new level to each song. Right. That That's how we did it. And it, it just worked out really good for us. We did it the modern way, you know, remotely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, so uh, uh, this is going to be on video, and it's also going to be on the podcast, just as audio. So let me introduce: I've got the guys from Hurricane here, and let me tell you guys something. This album took a few years to get done, but it is a masterpiece. That's all you can say. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. So Man, thank, you. Well,
3: thank, thank, you, Chris. thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me have a song? you.
0: What's that? Do you have a favorite song, Chris? <laughs> Um. Actually, I do. Hand of Souls.
4: Oh,
2: nice. wow.
3: cool. That was uh,
2: nice. Tony. Tony wrote that. Well, no, <laughs> I, I.
3: Well, I. Right, Mikey. I did write with Tony on that one. Yeah, If <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I okay. Okay. remember. All yeah. right, go on.
0: Well, corrected. it into the song that that took it to another level. <laughs> well, really you know, um, as a musician myself, <laughs> I sit there and I'll, I'll hear a song and I'll start associating it with other things and hand of soul has one part in it that sounds so much like day after day by badfinger. Wow, that's cool. And I'm saying one what genius.
3: What part is that?
0: <laughs> um it, it I can't remember exactly the part but it's just like there's a little guitar um like a, a three-string intro like a da 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 and the way the vocals come in it feels so much like day after day. I could I could see that. So yeah, nice. See yeah. that nice, yeah.
5: But roots. I do have to say, it's the roots
0: yeah. that the remake of "I'm On to You," off the charts, absolutely incredible. Thank you, man. That
5: was. It's always a risk you know, taking that on, obviously, with the the comparisons of Kelly's vocals because which are just insane. I think we can all kind of <laughs> sit there and appreciate that. Sure. Um So it's always an interesting uh, challenge to to want to take on a song that's that's already been done. But uh, no, we we thought we'd put a bit of more of a, a modern twist onto this one, and and it was. It's always a fun song to sing, so I love doing it. Yeah, um, it's one of my favorite songs that Hurricane do. So it was a it was a no brainer for me to want to have to do it again. But um, <laughs> but yeah, was, I'm I'm glad with the result. That's for sure. Well,
0: yeah. there's there's nothing to be ashamed with. That's for damn sure. Because that is just, the, the 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 remake of it. I, I, I don't want to call it a remake. The remaster of it is just uh, insane. I the 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 and- new guitar parts in it, and and the way your vocals. Just lay right on top of it. It just,
1: I was. Well, I we was actually recorded the whole song all over again from scratch. You know, we did It wasn't a remaster. It was a, a whole new uh, recording session for the song. Because okay. okay. the reason why we wanted to do it is for two reasons. One, we wanted to reinduce or reconnect with our fans and wanted them to remember that it was us that came that played that song. And two, we wanted to feature Mike Hansen on drums and Dan- Daniel Schumann on vocals. So we decided just to remake the whole song, start from scratch, and redo the whole thing over, and and it worked. It worked, you know. And
3: another thing, also to add to you know everyone else, um, this version is it has a little danceable groove, Mike Hansen laid an insanely great you know feel, you know, so you can kind of it's got that push and pull. Feel so I was able to lay some of that funk guitar tracks with the ponies and the vocals. So it has a different, little bit more dance feel. I, I, I that's my opinion. Yeah, and, and uh,
2: Robert, Robert, Robert was the one that you know definitely said it. He goes, Hey man, I really want to redo this song and as well and, and do it more of, an, of a dance, more of a bounce to it. So it has more, like just more bounce. It. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: it definitely has more. Yeah,
3: drive and to the, it. oh, yeah, the, the drum track, I'm telling you, it, it's just uh crazy good. I mean, it's just got that funk feel, but heavy yep. and rock. It's still rock, so it's a great groove. It's, a lot, it's going to be a lot of fun playing uh, that song on stage as well.
0: Oh, I, I can't wait for that, man. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I go to as many shows as I possibly can for whoever comes to town, and I cannot wait for you guys to hit Dallas. Oh,
4: yeah. yeah.
0: We're looking for it. At some point.
4: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Great. So, okay, let, let's go down the list here who who was your main uh inspiration to become the
1: musician you are well for me i would say the inspiration came watching the beatles on the ed sullivan show and i thought to myself watching them that is what i want to do you know and i immediately along with my brother carlos we we were interested in playing music and uh i started by playing uh when I was in school, I played saxophone in the school band, and then I ended up playing drums, and then I switched over to guitar, and then the bass kind of fell into my lap and, uh, because our bass player was gone. And at that time, I was playing uh, rhythm guitar in a band that with Carlos and I, and that changed everything. When I, when I switched over to bass because our bass player went on vacation with his parents, he left his, his equipment there. I picked up the bass and those guys liked what I was doing. And they said, the band sounds so much better with you playing. And I go, well, then I'm going to continue. So, you know, I, uh, I'll just keep doing it, you know, and it's I never would have thought that I would have fallen in love with bass. Cause I was a guitar player.
0: Right. Yeah. I get that. Trust me. I get that. So Mike, how about you, buddy? What's
2: your, what's your, uh, who's your go-to drummer? Oh, go-to drummer? Probably Stuart Copeland for me. You okay. know, growing up to childhood, yeah, you know, a lot of my friends were into Neil Peart, which, you know, I love him too, but organically, I think I fell more towards Stuart style, which kind of put me in my own lane in, in school, you know? I just was kind of like, not everybody was into the police, you know, in, in high school and junior high. Yeah. I was. I was kind of in my own, own thing. And then my father, too. My father played with me in bands. So my dad was a guitar player. So kind of like Tony, I wanted to be a guitar player. And my dad's like, no, you ain't being no guitar player. You're going to be my drummer. Because when Uh-oh. I'm off playing drums for me, I'm like, okay. So that's how I fell into it.
0: Okay, right on. So, uh, Dan, how about you, buddy? Who's your uh, who's your go-to vocalist?
5: I, I mean, Freddie Mercury, to, to listen to his versatility. And, and um, you, you know, he had a really good, obviously he had a really good vocal range. But he also had a very good... um range of of styles that he could do i mean he could do the the soft intimate um kind of stuff like like what we do in in uh uh, behind your shadow the the beginning of that and then he could also obviously do you know wheel rocky like the big rock ballads as well kind of thing so kind of had that uh that big versatility about him and and that i like to to um not emulate but use as as some inspiration to take to those places you know Oh, okay. So it's hard to go past Freddie's vocalist, isn't it? <laughs> there,
0: there's nobody, there's nobody alive or recent that can compare with Freddie Mercury.
3: No. No. Yeah. But it, it's the phrasing of Freddie, also, and his aura. You know, his his energy. Uh, but there will be. You know, it oh, takes yeah. time to develop. But and, and you know. That's some great singers out there. It's just, you know, Freddie was Freddie. No one can be like someone else. Yep. You know, mm. uh, everybody has their own swag. And it's just, you know, as long as you're doing what you love, that's all that matters, Absolutely. You
0: know? Absolutely. So uh, who's your go-to?
3: As, as a guitar player or how did I get involved yeah, guitar in music? As a guitar player. Oh, boy. <laughs> I would say hundreds and hundreds of players. Uh, there's a lot of fantastic guitar players in there. I mean, from uh, Roy Buchanan, Jimmy Page, Jeff Beck, Jimi Hendrix, Segovia, uh, Paco De Lucia, Miola, Jeff Miola, Alan Fluffin, Hoser. I mean, the list goes on and oh, on. Yeah. And it goes way back to jazz, Rick Derringer, I mean, Johnny Winter. uh yeah. That's a lot of... It, it, that question is tricky because I have a lot of different influences of guitar players. I love uh, James Brown music. I love funk music, metal, yeah. country. Uh, but Jimmy Page, I really studied. And Jeff Beck, I really liked their band. And Robby Cannon. I learned how to do pinch harmonics from uh, listening. And, uh, and also working with... Uh, Robby Cannon did a record at the record plan with uh, uh, Shelly Yakers which also was the engineer with Jamie Iveen. So when I, I was recording in New York city in 1979, I happened to have a conversation with uh, the engineer and he says, Oh, I produced that record, the first Roy Buchanan. So I kind of learned, you know, he told me a lot of stories. So Roy Buchanan is a big influence of my Country play from Nashville. I think he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I've, I mean, I've dipped my toes in all kinds of music all over the, all over the place over the years. And, uh, I, I've always been drawn back to metal. You know, the, the 80s. I I hate to say the glam metal or the uh, hair metal, whatever, but that's that was my music. That was what got me into music. You know, Kiss, Motley Crue, stuff like that.
3: Of course. Oh, oh, oh the Beatles, like Tony. I mean, Tony and I were 10 days apart. We were born like Really close to each other, in different you know states. I was in the Cuba, and Tony was. Where were you born, I was Tony? In Georgia. I was in born... Georgia. Well, that explains. it. Yeah, okay, but conceived. <laughs> but of I saw the Ed the Sullivan Show. up. <laughs> What's that, Mike?
2: I said he was conceived on a on a kitchen table.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <I'm> the only <laughs> well, guy you will ever meet that was that not was born fun, in a hospital. Man. I was born at home on the kitchen table.
2: How the hell did that happen?
1: Wow.
3: What's
2: for dessert, wow. honey? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the that's a hogging pie, song. but.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a pie, all right.
3: <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs>
0: so, so, you guys, I can tell you guys just love to have fun. And yeah. so, one of the questions I always ask is what is your greatest spinal tap
5: moment? Oh, oh wait. Ooh. I'm sure, we've had a few of them. Yeah. The saddest, the saddest call that's ever existed was that D minor, right? <laughs> this one's D minor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, was
2: that sucks when that happens.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: right. But yeah, I, I you know, hey, the, you know
2: I've had some interesting people
0: say some very different things like uh, Lorraine Lewis from Vixen. Uh, she forgot her in air monitors and didn't realize it until yeah. she was like two songs from being done. So, Whoa. Whoa. it's like, how do you not re-
1: notice yeah, that?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's you were thinking know. something sounds weird, you know? I sound very flat tonight. <laughs> wow, man.
5: It's in a minor, why is everything in a minor?
1: You know, I remember one time, uh, this wasn't actually a stage performance that we had. We were in New Orleans and, uh, we went to this club, the whole band went to this club, and Robert got invited to play up on stage. And uh, they they had some kind of weird tuning on the guitar, some kind of mojo tuning that Robert was not familiar with at the time. So he tried to play the guitar like regular, and it was like sounding weird. he's going, what the hell is this? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So... And Robert was like going, sorry, guys, you know, I didn't know I you, it, he he was in a weird tuning. He was probably in an open tuning or drop D tuning or something. Who right. knows?
0: Well, and, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it, it's came to light and a lot of people have already known this, that like David Gilmore, his tuning was just insane on a couple songs and everybody's like, I can't figure out how to play this. I'm like, you're not tuned. Right.
3: Yeah. You know, so can
1: you hear me? Yeah. You, I am yeah, sorry. Good,
3: good. I I got bumped out. I had a phone call and I forgot to you know yeah. put it on silent on the other call. Um uh, yeah. You were talking about David Gilmore? Yeah. Yeah, he used a lot of high-gauge strings on his guitar. I did play it. Um and uh yeah, it, it was really like hard to bend. He must have really like big fingers or yeah
4: <laughs> yeah it, yeah it i think strength. he uses
3: 12 days 12, yeah 1250 something i mean yeah but great tone
4: yeah
0: absolutely so i was asking the guys what their favorite or their best spinal tap moment was do you have one that like you were out on the road and just something insane happened that is just stuck with you
3: uh well i remember one time being in chicago and we were going to to play a civic center and we got dropped off and there were two civic centers identical and walked into the wrong c- a civic center and there was no one there North Whitman. And there was only cats roaming around. I had no idea why we were dropped off in the wrong place, but <laughs> that's about it. I, I don't know. I crazy. I, I was, Can't remember nothing bad, crazy.
0: Well, that that's good though. I mean, but that that's definitely a hello Cleveland moment, isn't it there? <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a lot of cool cats i mean real cats roaming <laughs> around like what the hell are you doing here they got my guitar
0: yeah so you guys uh what's your ne- what's your next step are you guys actually going to start putting together a tour maybe or
1: yeah we're yeah, working on that right now we're uh getting uh things together for a live performance and we are uh probably going to start rehearsing as soon as we start getting some bites on on tour or some gigs or something like that we'll start rehearsing weeks before the issue we have right now is everybody lives kind of far away except for robert and i yeah but we will be uh, rehearsing remotely just like we recorded the album we'll be doing that and they have a new thing called elk live which we're probably going to use to do that so uh huh.
4: um, okay
1: it's almost like we're rehearsing kind of, where we are now. We're
5: by Zoom, basically, yeah. but it's in real time. So, we're yeah, kind of finishing up some individual projects at the moment. And then I think there's already some been some dates that we're looking at. So, it's all going to come together. Yeah.
0: Awesome. I, like I said, guys, I cannot wait to see you guys out here because that's, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a metal geek. Okay. I'm not going to lie about it. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, Tracy Guns, who just did the famous bathroom show here in, in uh, dallas uh did you guys hear about that uh uh-uh. no tracy's uh ptsd was kicking in really hard and he couldn't be out on stage he did the show wow. from the bathroom of the venue
5: wow and wow. i'm said
0: everyone i mean because i'm i'm an l.a guns fan and i'm said everyone holy god I, I said that can't be a track because you can hear the live side of it and i'm sitting everyone, mm. but there's no tracy on stage <laughs> <laughs> and then I went on to the Instagram and he, he, you know he had the apology up there the uh, my PTSD blah 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 blah. and I will be doing the show but I'll be doing it from another room. Wow. But I was just like holy god the show was flawless, absolutely flawless.
1: Yeah. So That's interesting. You know, I yeah. I don't have those issues, but if I the only way I would do that is if I had a stomach virus or something and I couldn't go far away to the, from the bath. <laughs> 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 man,
3: woo. Well, at that point, you will want to mic up the toilet inside <laughs> for sound effects, and then put yeah. a harmonizer the intro. on intro. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. I hate Sample that, tune that. that damn thing. <laughs> That's the real brown sound.
0: <laughs> Great for guitar players. Yeah. So, when you guys were putting putting together this. Uh, this hurricane 3.0 here, uh, Robert and Tony, how did you, how did you settle on Dan and Mike?
1: Well, Mike's been with us for 13 to 15 well, years. Ago, and yeah. Okay. We put the right, we put the band back together. Robert and I, you know, got together, started work coming up with ideas and stuff like that. And we met Mike and Andrew Freeman from last in line was actually in the band at that time. Andrew, Andy went off to do other things and, uh, uh, Mike stuck around. He's still sticking around through thick and thin with us. And, uh, we appreciate you, Mike. And anyway, um, we were looking for different, uh, new singers and we came across several guys. None of them really worked out until we met Dan through Andy Freeman and that, how that happened is we were slated to do the M3 festival in Baltimore a few years ago and we didn't have a singer. And, uh, uh so we, I called Andy Freeman to see if he would be available to do this, the show with us. And he goes, man, I'd love to do the show, but I'm not available, man. I'm going to be on the road. And I go, oh, wow. But I, I got a guy that you guys should look at. His name is Dan Schumann. He's one of the uh, 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 tenors of rock singers out of Vegas. And I go, okay. So we called him, and Dan came down, and, and work, we worked with him, and it turned out great. We loved him. Yeah. You
5: know, yeah worked it worked really good. So. Yeah. It was, it was it was good vibes for that. I think we did um we we rehearsed down in San Pedro, and um and yeah it was just it was just incredible. Just this small tiny band studio room and massive sound and um yeah it we all just sounded great, got on well, and it kind of just went from there. Yeah.
1: That's, we left the, the two days later for Baltimore to right. do that yeah. show, and it worked out really good. You know we we and you know. We, we got Dan to stick around, so, you know, he's good.
0: Yeah. I think uh, next year we're planning on doing the M3 as, you know, media. So, that's... Uh-huh. We're getting ourselves geared up for rocklahoma Oklahoma right now. That's in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, great- spread the word. Let them know that you heard the record and you're happy with it. Oh, I, I cannot wait to play any of the songs off of it. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here going, you know... <laughs> melanie Cavazo. i'm sitting around hey um can i can i play something <laughs> she says no, uh, I'm like, no. after the 25th <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: at the 25th so
5: it's but- it's funny that chris it's okay. funny that you talk about um hand of souls because it at every, every couple of months i go through having a favorite song on the album and i think that speaks a lot for the album every right. every couple of months, I'm like damn like, that is my favorite song of the, of the album and then i move on to the next one i'm like no, actually I like this one. And it, it just, you know, I think it's a, it's a well um, structured and, and, and settled on album in terms it, of. It uh,
0: I, okay. So I got it over a week Tried really ago. hard to do. Yeah. I got it a little over a week ago and I honestly, I've listened to it almost every day of the week. Uh, like when I'm programming out my, my wow. show, I'll, I'll turn cool. it on and, start you know and yes i'm old school enough where i write everything down on paper with pencil to program my show so i'm sitting here listening to it and and every time i hear a uh, hand of salt i'm sitting there going i i can't place it and then this morning when i sat here listening i go that sounds like bad finger <laughs>
1: yeah. so that was completely unintentional you know
3: wish that finger sounded a lot like the Beatles because I believe that even Paul McCartney wrote a song, one of their singles, for Bad finger uh, I think yeah. it was If you want it here it is yeah. come and get it. I think that was written by Paul, so yeah, uh very Beatleish. Uh you know, it's it is all kind rude, of a
1: Beatle vibe to that song. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: And yeah. you
0: know, I in in some circles I get made fun of because of uh my favorite all time band is the Bee Gees. So oh. <laughs> doesn't like the Bee Gees. Love them. You, know, you know what? You'll you'll get those certain hardcores that are like, oh the Bee Gees, that was disco. No, they never was disco. It was just their form of rock and roll.
3: Yeah. So Oh yeah. New York Mad Disaster 1941, I think it's that song. Uh I mean the brilliant songwriters. Oh. Yeah. Another great band.
0: Barry Gibb is is uh, actually I, I I'm working on getting him on the podcast because he's oh. I, I'll be honest with you yeah. I will be uh, very tongue tied and speechless if I get to talk to Barry because he well he's got a lot to, he's
2: got a lot to talk about man oh he that does man. that know, guy's talk- written him for everybody man fuck
0: oh god yeah. the shorter That's list is
2: uh, who hasn't he actually influenced or written for. Oh, yeah, man. He's done it. more than you know. You'll be surprised when you hear, oh, my God, I didn't know he did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went to a Grammy pr- private party with him one time. They were commencing him one time. And and everybody got up, n- including um, George Harrison's son. And they were doing all of their songs. And you're just going, whoa, I didn't know he wrote that one. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that's how heavy.
0: Well, have you have you seen the, the uh, Bee Gees documentary?
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: have. The way they came up with the beat for Saturday Night Lie or Saturday Night Fever, that blew me away. That it was an old track they had sitting over here, and they just ran it through a loop. I was running the tape across the room and over his mic stand and running back. I was I was absolutely floored at the fact that that's how they did it.
2: Yeah, well, hope you get him on your show, bud. Hope you get him,
0: Chris. Thank you, man. I I'm I'm hoping so too. Um, Cool. So, jumping back into. The, the the metal side of things and the the major geek side of this, um, okay. So, each one of you guys, Mike, first here. What what? Uh,
2: who's your endorsements? Who are you using? Jeez. I got a lot of them. <laughs> uh, Sawtooth, which we're all using, Sawtooth and Chromecast products. Um, you know, I've got Focusrite, I got Warm Audio. You know, I've got jbl i got akg um i got Bosphorus cymbals Tekra sticks i got Aquarian drum heads so you're uh, a yeah, nightmare got, on a rider <laughs> yeah i got a lot of, well yeah you can't have all that but you know yeah you know, but i'm just saying as far as what i do to, for my work and you know my studio and things like that too in live both that covers it all you know right I'm good. Yeah. I'm pretty covered all the way through. You know, I'm I'm pretty excited that I was able to accomplish all those, you know, and it's hard to get endorsements actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody has money anymore. <laughs> so, you know, not everybody wants to do it. It, it. You're not wrong. So I'm, I'm blessed for that. Yeah. I'm very happy
1: for yeah. that. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
1: Tony, what are you using brother? Well, you know, I do have the Sawtooth uh, in, uh, endorsement and the ChromaCast endorsement, which I use a lot of their stuff. Um, they got some really nice basses. Um, but throughout my career and throughout my life, I've always been a Fender P-Bass guy. And uh, that that's what I love to use. That's what I love to play. Um, and I'm torn between using the Sawtooth stuff and my Fender. You know, I, I like the Sawtooth stuff, but I, the Fender's just always... You know, it's my go-to instrument. Right. You know, and uh, that—that's you know what I like to use, and I would—I would, am going to be using the sawtooth basses in, in hurricane shows. I will be using those.
0: Okay, awesome. So, Daniel, how about you, buddy? What do you got up your sleeve?
5: Not much, man. I got to, actually. I have to get down to sawtooth. The boys just reminded me there. But uh, no, I use <laughs> Road, which is an Aussie brand of microphone, which I actually recorded a couple of songs from the album. On my road mic. Yeah, road well for me. <laughs>
0: There you go. Yeah. So Robert, how about you? What do you uh what are you running through, buddy? Well, I'm
3: actually making a making a list because I don't want to, you know, uh, not include everyone in the list. Um you know, like everyone else in the band, uh, Sawtooth uh Chromacast, my signature guitar, the Voodoo uh, guitar, is part of Sawtooth. Um, and also I endorse Floyd Rhodes, which is, in, in, uh, you know, attached to the guitar. Right. And Seymour uh, Duncan Company. Uh, I have their power amp, uh, the 170 PS, and also the 700. Uh, clear tone strings. Uh, Mesa Barba amplifiers, they're hand-wired and handmade in Italy. And it's like the best tube amplifier in the world. Really are great. Uh, Godin guitars. Uh, I have their MIDI acoustics, which I have used already with Hurricane. Uh, they just sent me a, a new one that just plays great. It's kind of like a telly, and it's got the Seymour Duncan pickups in there. Uh, I'm also going to be endorsing very soon, tomorrow the dropping off, they made me Sierra guitar, Sierra it's called. And it's the folding guitar that you can actually put under the flight seat. And, and it looks kind of like a Gibson, but it, it's, it's it's really pro, pro guitar. So, but the great thing about that is, so if your guitar never makes it to the show in time, you have your other guitar, in, you know, as well in there. Uh, Ruby tubes also. Um, they're, you know, great tubes that you need to put in your amplifiers. Um, I have a feeling I'm forgetting someone, but that's kind of like the bulk uh, line 6 also I use their wireless What about your son? uh, son's stuff? Oh yeah the uh, What I use for uh, for Retune mm-hmm. Yeah thank you Mikey uh, no also, I, got you. I
2: got it written down over here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank
3: you uh, Yeah, Retune is a product That I use uh, before Going in performance and also while on flights So I can relax They have the uh, nightcap uh, Which is a capsule but the, uh, the roll-on of the retune it gets rid of all your achiness all your pain they have uh after uh workout or after show cream as well and it's by uh you can look it up on retune r-e-t-u-n-e dot show s-h-o-w okay uh but it, it's fantastic and yeah i'm fully endorsed by them and that's my son's company as well uh anybody else forgetting guys.
1: Uh, oh, we're, we're forgetting about Elk Live, which is probably something we're going to be using for real. Yeah, work.
3: yeah. We're, we're yeah, the be- Elk Live also. Yeah, we're, we're, we're endorsing them. And, and they also have a box. It's called the Bridge. And the coolest thing is that you can just plug in, plug in your headset. What Tony and I are going to do is we're going to go right into the, uh, the box, and that's called the Bridge. Not the James Brown Bridge, but the actual Bridge. <laughs> and then the uh, uh, Mikey and uh, Daniel will be all in different locations, but it's some real time. That, that is the outline. Thanks, Sony. Okay. Uh, so damn, what else? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have also Galaxy Audio uh, for when I wear in-ears, uh, which is a great unit, uh, AS1800. And uh, also the T9 uh, 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 earbuds that I'm using as well. Uh, from a, a different company. They're the uh, t Um uh, And I know I'm probably forgetting. You got me off guard. <laughs> That's okay. I should have a list with me. Well, you uh, know, one of the, but, one of the things
0: yeah. that uh, we pride ourselves on whenever we're doing an interview is it's a million percent unscripted because I, don't, I would rather sit here and, and, and talk person to person than go, okay, bullet point one set. I, I hate that crap. And right. Then, People would much rather sure. hear an honest answer than a scripted answer.
1: Right. Hey, get caught off guard sometimes. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so, um, no. So your son's uh, company of the, uh, that, the cream stuff. I've actually looked into that for my yeah, wife. She has uh, 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 like, muscle issues in her feet and in her legs. And we were actually looking into that to get some, to see if it helps with the uh joint pains that she has.
3: It does. So, yeah, yeah, so this- it, it will. Uh After the interview, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. And they also have the, uh, the spray that a lot of vocalists are using for singing mm-hmm. and yeah. it really it smooths out your throat, the back of your throat for singing. Uh Yeah. A lot of, you know, known singers are starting to use it. Uh, it's been a NAM already uh, twice in a row and it's gonna probably be again a NAM show. Yeah. Uh, that's good stuff, we need it. You know, as musicians, we get beat up on the road and yeah, we need something like that, that, you know. It's, it's part of Lightpack Organics slash retune, which is for musicians, but really roadies can use it. Anybody that's in pain can use it and benefit yeah, from know. it.
0: Somebody suggested I use uh, something for my voice because I'll be honest with you guys. I do all my shows in one day. And when I get to my Friday show, I'm spent. But then again, I've got a great face for radio, so I muster through it.
5: Right. (laughs) That's right. I can recommend it. I can recommend recommend the the vocal spray. It's a good one.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they made any kind of spray, it just had to be a non-ugly spray. And that's about it for me. (laughs) 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 So when you guys are, are sitting there doing this, uh, getting ready to just go out and do shows, what is one thing you guys want to accomplish with your shows?
1: We want to have fun. Yeah. We <laughs> want to have fun because when we have fun, the audience is having fun. Yeah, absolutely. We, that, that's what we strive for. We, we try to play as best as we can. And sometimes if we make a mistake, we, we play through it and we, we, we come out the other end fine. Yeah. And, uh it, it's live. no mistakes live yeah live music is is yeah. what it is you know it we're only human and yeah. you know everybody makes mistakes everybody does things a little bit different each each gig yep and uh but the, the bottom line is to have fun and let everybody have fun you know yeah. at our show
2: yeah i i think we're also really excited the four of us as is- You know, we love all our fans that have that have supported us through all the years, even before me and Daniel got in the band as well as current. But we're really excited to get aboard some new people, you know, and I think we're going to achieve that. Right. Well, you know, um, one of my
0: one of my hot spots for uh, my show is in Dublin, Ireland. And usually about Mm -hmm. twice, maybe three times a week, I'll somebody will pipe up and say, hey, can you play Hurricane? Absolutely. Freaking Lutely.
4: That's
0: yeah. good. So, awesome. Hurricanes played yeah. probably uh, four times a week on my shows. So, uh,
3: great. Thank you.
0: Oh, it's yeah. my pleasure. Trust me. So, <laughs> but now, uh, yeah, we,
3: we like to also, Chris, we like to. Oh, you do what? We have a little delay. In no, I was saying that besides having fun, we, we like to improvise.
0: Absolutely. on stage
3: and tony was saying that every night's a little different and it's true like we have cues and you know we'll extend things like like at the end of insane we'll you know, we'll battle. we'll get right into some kind of a jam yeah and, and that's part of us just improvising awesome. uh, you know that's our playground hopefully uh people will get what we're doing we're just having fun Do
0: you guys see yourself doing any more festivals uh like next year doing some uh, lineup stuff
1: Of course we do. We're we're looking at stuff right now, and uh, a lot of the festivals are already booked. But there's always cancellations, and some some of these we're on their radar. Yeah, you know the promoters. We're on the promoters' radar, so uh, that could happen. Yeah. Well, they're they're
0: fun
5: Festivals. They're they're fun for us as well. So. Oh God! Yeah. We love doing Uh, it.
0: Festivals. A concert is is one great thing because, you know, you, you get to see, you know, the true blue fans, but you go to a festival, you well, get to reach a whole new group of people who could have forgotten about, you know, this band, or they could have overlooked right. this band, but now it's in the forefront. It's right there in front of them. And there's no way to escape it. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Right. It's like a huge party more than yeah. a concert. It's like a big party.
0: <laughs> and, and that's, that's fun. One of my new endorsements is a whiskey company, and they're trying to figure out how to, it's actually made in Canada. And they're trying to figure out how to get it into the States. And I'm like, you do realize that when I go to a festival, you're going to have to send me at least three cases. And they're like, you know how much is in the cases? like, do you know who I'll be with? You
4: know, yeah.
0: I, I'm going to need yeah. it. <laughs> so, well, maybe they need some hurricane whiskey. Yeah. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I, I would drink it. As long as it doesn't taste like piss, I'll drink it. <laughs> so don't ask me how I know it. Right, tastes like. All right, everybody
1: start peeing in bottles now.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll have hurricane pissing contests at our booth. You, you know what? Um, no. <laughs> it's not easy being hung
0: like a stud-filled mouse.
2: Yeah, we'll have one of those, we'll those clowns. Like, you know, we use the gun where you blow up the balloon with the clown face. You get it in the mouth. Yes, yeah, we'll yes. get one of those. <laughs> We'll call her
0: Amber.
4: Oh, there you go.
0: I love it. Oh, my God. There's going to be some editing in this, but you know what?
3: <laughs> oh, you. Keep it raw. It's okay.
0: It's all part of rock and roll. It is. And so many people get, get butt hurt whenever you start talking about just having a good time, just having fun. And when a band is, is, is coming out and doing some amazing things reinventing. I hate to say reinventing the wheel, but let's face it. This new album reconnect is taking 1980 to 89 wadding up in a ball. And here it is. I love the sound of it. So thank you, man. You know, okay. Some people are going to say, well, it's dated. Jesus Christ. I hope so. Because it's, it's amazing. It sounds great. And I, I would I would hate to be the person that thinks that it's a, a horrible album because they got some you know explaining to do to me. So,
1: thank <laughs> you, Chris. Thank you. It's very nice. So,
0: is there anything you guys want to hit on before we uh, close this thing
1: out? Um, just keep the, your eyes on the weather report because a hurricane is coming. God damn, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, yeah, we're no, excited. We're, we're excited to get this thing out. I mean, we've been waiting a while for this this August twenty fifth drop date. You know, and the single seems yeah. to be doing pretty well. We're getting, you know, a lot of a lot of attention from it. Yeah, you know, um, so that's really where it's at. I mean, it's going to dictate what we do. Right. So we really need the fans to really support us, and you know, and speak out. You know,
0: yeah, and all you know, mm-hmm. whenever I get a request, when I start playing the new stuff, if I get requests for it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely drop you guys a line saying, "Hey, you know, this area said they want to hear this." So, get you guys. Make, uh, drop. Get, get more. The album's dropping, burps.
3: Yeah, thank you, Chris. The album is coming out uh,
1: pretty soon, August twenty fifth, in ten wow. days. Ten days. Yeah. Long yeah. ten days. Yeah, it is going to be a very. When is the next single coming out?
3: Yeah. When is the next single coming out?
1: I think the video for Under Pressure is coming out on the 18th. Three days. Correct? Yeah, yeah three, 3 days five, okay. Yeah. And I got to
0: say, yeah. You guys redoing uh, Under Pressure sounds phenomenal. That was Yeah, we here.
1: wanted to do that song justice. We we respect the song itself and we and, respect, yeah. you know, Bowie and and Freddie. We respect all all that and we didn't want to make it a heavy heavy metal version of it or nothing like that. We wanted to just do our our version of it. And you know, stick to the stick to the script as best we can, and it and it came out really good.
3: No, no, I was going to say also the video is pretty uh, intense. Uh, I believe they're going to be dropping the video as well at the same time as the uh, the audio okay. on the 18. Uh, so that should be all over anywhere that you know that can uh, hold up the video, which of course YouTube, right? Uh, anywhere else?
0: It, it's yeah you you got you guys took under pressure and like like you said you you didn't meddle it up, you didn't uh overdo it you you paid an homage,
2: yeah, the integrity's <laughs> still yeah. there
0: yeah. it is
2: yeah. it, it yeah. sounds
0: phenomenal, sounds absolutely incredible,
2: yeah, we were happy doing it, we really were, you know that was a fun song for all of us, I think,
4: yeah.
5: Awesome. Yeah, we hope everyone loves the album as much as we enjoyed, you know, making it and writing it and all that stuff. So we're proud of it. I think I can speak on behalf of, of the other three guys that, yeah. that were proud of this album. So we want it to do well and we, we wanna we wanna be out there performing well, as, it. As so.
0: soon as I get the green light, I'm gonna be playing as much of the new stuff as I can because the entire course, album Chris. is phenomenal. Thank,
2: Thank you. you yeah, Thank
0: you, you cool. know, you can
2: get us on uh, hurricaneofficialrockband.com You know, and, and we've got other socials too. Dan, why don't you go ahead and rattle those off?
5: You know the, uh, yeah, the right.
2: Instagram and all that um, stuff.
5: Yeah, we're all trying to keep it Hurricane Official Rock Band, um, yeah. So you can those all those platforms and yep. yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, you know we we have a uh, our our group page for the All Things Metal show, and uh, when I when I post on there, you know that this interview happened and stuff. When I get it put up there, I'm going to have a lot of people asking questions about uh, touring and when it's going to kick off and all that. So is it, is, is it safe to say that uh, early 24?
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's, that's incredible. I just Like I said, when you guys hit Dallas, I'm there, front row center.
4: Cool. You know, well, we love Dallas. Trying to eat some Give you a
0: backstage pass. Come on in. Right on, man. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, when th- this is a question I've actually had for a number of years, uh, Tony and Robert, did you guys meet through the, the the Quiet Riot era, or was it before then?
1: No, uh, hmm. Kevin DeBro, the late Kevin DeBro, introduced Robert to me. He told me he was Rudy's younger brother, and I believe it. It was at, at at a gig. That I was playing with that band called Dubrow at that time. Okay. I was filling in. I was filling in for Chuck Wright, and I was filling in for Rudy, who was deciding to come back from the Aussie uh, stint that he had. And I was, you know, playing uh, probably about ten shows with those guys. And and I think uh, Kevin Dubrow introduced me to Robert.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people don't when they start putting two and two together of, you know, you're Carlos Cabazo's brother and Robert is Rudy's brother. They're like, well, they must've met when, uh, it was the height of quiet, Riot." And I'm sitting going, I, I think it's before that, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was
3: way, way before. Yeah. Cause I remember being at the rainbow bar and grill. Uh, at, I think it was the listening party of quiet, Riot, And I was in the upstairs with, uh, the guys in the band and, uh, hanging out, you know, I mean, they're all there, Carlos, Kevin, Frankie, Rudy. Were you there, Tony? I don't remember if you were there. I don't then, know if uh, I was here or not, but
1: I, I remember Kevin introducing something. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. and we already,
3: and, and Tony and I, we were already, you know, uh, putting together the group, so uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. You see, I was living in New Jersey, so uh, when I was here um, in Los Angeles, uh sort of on business. <laughs> uh that's when I met uh, Tony and then I went back to Paramus, New Jersey and uh sold the house and moved here and started all over again. And that's when uh, you know, we started putting the band together. That was Well, 83 I think it was. 82. 82? 82.
1: 82.
3: I think that yeah, that's, that's 80, when we met. In 82. We we
1: met in
3: 83. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, so when when you guys were uh, forming the band, who was it that gave you guys the, uh, the first kick in the ass to, to get going and, and to, to get you into a label?
3: Oh, well, we really we knew what we wanted right from the beginning. Tony already had the vision as well as myself. Uh, so we knew the process. We had a big four, a 33 TX machine. We were rehearsing at Bambi's off her dad's building in Santa Monica. Remember Tony? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and we even had Carmiopathy come over. We were looking for drummers. We, we, we were writing right from the beginning. We knew, okay, let's start writing the record. And we rolled together uh, the song Hurricane. That was the f- our first one that we collaborated and we rolled. Yeah. And uh, so no one really had to motivate us or give us a kick. or It was just the process, just going through the motion. And we knew John Shear, the drummer, uh, English drummer. And uh, through him, we met Kelly. And then uh, through our manager, we met Jay. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, well, we, we had the concept of how to put it together. And that's what we stuck to. and uh, And it worked.
0: Oh, that's good. Now you can, you can answer this or not. Uh, I'm going to leave it totally up to you guys. When you see Kelly playing someplace, do you, do you ever go see him? Is there, is there still a good relationship there?
3: Uh, I've seen him at Nav show and actually took pictures with him. Uh, at one of the booths, you know, I mean, he's doing his thing and, I'm doing my thing yeah, and I'm happy, you know, that he has accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. So that's yeah, all cool. So fine. I mean, okay. it's just, it's a short life and you cannot hold anything about differences of anything. I mean, it's like, why move on? You know, just, just be happy. I, I want everyone to be happy and do their thing. So in my end, I would say speak for myself. No, okay. there's nothing, you know,
1: yeah, as for me, I'm totally happy that Kelly and Jay, for that matter, playing with Yes now, yeah, uh, is, is uh, doing very well with their careers. You know, those guys for years were musical brothers, and and we can't be more happier than, than what they're accomplishing right now. And it, it, it was it's a great feeling to know that we were maybe a small part of getting to where they are today.
0: Well, I mean, that nothing happens by just chance; things happen. To lead to another another step in the ladder, right? So you know, you guys doing your thing with uh, Kelly and Jay, of course it led to them doing other things. And uh, what was it? Last night, the night before last, I it was this week, maybe a Saturday night. Uh, Foreigner did their last show they're going to do in Dallas, okay. and uh, I wasn't able to make it to that. But I'm sitting there going, you know, how crazy is that that Bands that you've seen since the 70s are now going, okay, we're calling it quits. Like, like Kix, Kix is, is done. Mm-hmm. They said, we're done. You know, you, you guys don't see that in your future right now, do you?
3: We just get started. We're just getting started.
0: Hell
1: yeah. You got a long break. <laughs> <laughs> we're all energized now. <laughs> we, we, we got did. a lot of
0: work to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's
3: not work, it's just having fun. Yeah, yeah it's
0: right. like absolutely. Yeah,
3: you know. so you know, but there's a lot of groups that said, "Hold on, Chris. there's a lot of bands that have said that they're quitting, and they come back two years later. Go, oh God, I'm bored. I gotta do it again. Never yeah, right? mentioned any names, Motley, Motley Crue,
0: but you know, no, no <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Ozzy, you yeah. Well, I think Ozzy's done. Yeah. Done. I think you know that, no, that barbecue know. grill's gone out. That's that that stake is over. You know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and, and and it's it's Hopefully sad to not. See. I'm so grateful that yeah. he's hungry though, because he's really helped keep this rock alive to help us other bands out, man.
0: Oh, you got to give
2: it, to I don't care if he quit it 10 times, bottom line, he's still in the game and you know what? He keeps it alive. So you got to give it to him, man. You know,
0: well, I just read somewhere that he's actually doing some work with Tony Iommi right now in the wow. studio.
2: That'd, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would be. I mean, if they could get geezer and uh, oh. let's face it, geezer was the writing force behind black Sabbath, right?
2: Yeah. and oh, for sure yeah you got bill on drums and right Bill
0: Ward, yeah if, if you could get those You'd guys roll. all together yeah. in the same room again and get them past the crap that bill said yeah well do another album would be phenomenal you know yeah the last would be great. black sabbath i buy it <laughs> right so well man i've had a lot of fun talking with you guys you guys yeah. are absolutely a blast and i can't wait to see you guys live uh Keep me posted, man. If, if there's a show oh, nearby, sure. I mean, Oklahoma city or, yeah. uh, New Orleans, Mel will I will drive for that. I, yeah. I'm not afraid.
2: Mel so where, where away. would you like Everybody to see, where would you talk. like to see us in,
0: in Dallas? You know, there's, there's a lot of great venues in Dallas. Um, I think, I honestly think you guys could pull off lava cantina and it would just be huge. Um, What's it called? Lava Cantina. Cantina. Lava Cantina. Yeah. How big is it? Um, it's, it's, it's good sized. Uh, it's, it's a little bit bigger than like, uh, Memorial hall in Kansas city or something like that. It's just a little bit bigger, but, um, it's a great, great venue. I think you guys would do incredible there. And I know that the, the metal scene is really huge here in the area. Uh, hell Ellie guns have been here twice in, in this year and they've sold out each time.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh wow. So, okay. Well, if you could, if you get a chance, send Mel the link to that place and we'll try to make that happen. Uh,
0: absolutely. And yeah. you know, I'll, like I, will mm-hmm. promote you guys on the show doing any show close by to me or hell up. I'll put you guys on my website and say, you know, this is where they're going to be show up or be an asshole, you know, cool. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's <bad>.
4: That's- <laughs>
2: and and, and radio is pretty strong right there uh no yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: like that everywhere. I, I i'm lucky i'm on uh, three digital networks uh terrestrial radio it it it's holding its own but it's getting very dated yeah um, it's getting
2: AI too isn't it
0: it is it is yeah. and you know i i i'm not gonna lie i i auditioned for a couple uh radio stations. <laughs> And they said, "Oh, you can do it remote. And if you can't make it, we'll do that." I'm like, no, I'm, I'm out. You know, I if I'm going to do a show, I want to be at the place that I'm doing it at." Yeah. And uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a studio here at the house that I use, and I've got you know two computers that are just completely full of music. But that's because I'm on a station in England. I'm on a station out of Nashville, and I'm on a station out of Connecticut. So, okay. it's just. <laughs> One of those things of you either okay. uh, got it or you don't. And luckily right now I've got uh right at two hundred and fifty thousand listeners a day. So yeah. great.
2: <clears throat> it, well, it, how's the how's the response for Rockstar Cheater been for you? Decent. Not, okay.
0: Not not great, but okay. you know, it's uh I, I can say this, that when I go to uh, a concert or a festival or something, uh, yeah. people buy our t-shirts, they, they, they want to meet me and stuff like that, which I'm all yeah. about. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm there for them more than they're there for me because I'm without them. I ain't nothing, you know? So, yeah. but yeah, the, the, uh, the, the the show aspect down here is is getting bigger. But it also has a lot to do with a lot of rock stars living in this area. Yeah. Uh right. King Diamond right. lives uh a, a town over. And you talk about a trip, walking running to that guy at a grocery store, you're like, Holy shit, you know? <laughs> King Diamond, you're buying chicken. Is that for <laughs> something else? <laughs> you know? I thought you needed a library for out? A sacrifice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Does he go out wearing makeup?
0: No, no he doesn't. <laughs> uh, he, he he goes out, you know, just looking like himself, which well that that's enough. Uh great guy though. I I I've always loved talking to King. He's just a really good guy. And then uh you know, then uh Andy Timmons from uh Danger Danger. He lives uh a couple towns over. Okay. And, you know, and uh the guys from Dangerous Toys of course are from this area. Uh, more of Austin, but um, Scott Dalover lives at, here in Dallas. But yeah, there's just, there, uh, one of the guys from Warren lives uh, in the Dallas area. So mm. it's, there's a, a lot of great musicians that live in this area that I think they're helping keep everything alive.
1: Okay, that's what we're like. all trying to do. Yeah, and one that, thing that's, like that's
0: to... the sole meaning of my show. Yeah, the, to, one, to keep one thing this like thing
1: th- I'd like to thank our record companies, Escape Music LTD out of UK and Europe, um, who's keeping it alive, and also Deco Entertainment, the US side of our uh, uh, record companies. I'd like to thank them for all their support and the efforts that they're putting in to make this whole thing a reality. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because, right. you know, the the, the 80s the eighties metal uh, when grunge hit, it absolutely destroyed so much, but so many bands are coming back now from that. And I'll be honest with you. There's some of the bands that are like at, at Rocklahoma that, that screamo metal stupid mm-hmm. shit. I, I just can't do, you know, but you know, that th- that's yeah. their thing. They have a following. They have, they have <clears throat> fans. So more power to them. It's just yep. not for me.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think eighties rock, rock will just never oh, yeah, die. You what, Dan? Hmm? I just think eighties rock will never will never die, just that iconic sound. I mean, you mentioned grunge there and, and I can appreciate Nirvana as, as much as the next next dude, but um but there's just not as many of those grunge bands around or or playing or, or making records now as there are eighties bands that are still creating that eighties sound. Um yeah. it, it's still a Really join now I, I
3: i have to also remind uh, ourselves that it, it really got really expensive to produce a new band back in the late 80s i mean just the wardrobe and the video oh, yeah. uh, alone some of these bands from what i've read uh their budget was like a million dollars I mean, it just got so out of control. Just the wardrobe and the staging. And, I mean, you name it. So, you know, it's business. You you see a band from Seattle that is traveling in a band. And they were, you know, old T-shirts and flannel, whatever. I mean, just it was more cost-effective to kind of put them out. And it was a new scene. You know, it's like we had the 70s. Yeah. And we had... 80s we had the 60s we had glenn miller days. so things evolved, and i think it's going around the circle again like you're saying the 80s it's been really brewing and it it's yeah. getting stronger it's strong in europe year. so um but it, it did change but yeah there's some great grunge music also you know it's a whole different vibe but uh yeah that that really uh, put a lot of bands out of work
0: yeah from the 80s and and don't get me wrong chris cornell it was a genius.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. and uh, oh, but you know, I I remember, and I remember the show that this actually happened at was when uh, Eddie Vedder refused to let Ticketmaster be a part of their ticket sales, and then Ticketmaster goes, "Oh yeah, watch this," and the tickets went from twelve bucks to thirty five overnight because Ticketmaster says, we're going to make our money, and there's nothing you can do about it. So yeah. I, 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 yeah, I they blame, blame him single-handedly.
2: Yeah. I was on that tour with Pearl Jam opening for them at that time when they did that, because I used to be in a band with Jeff I met, So I was involved in that whole thing. That was crazy, man. But uh, you're messing with the mob, man, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and ain't nobody stronger than Ticketmaster, I'm going to tell you now. Yeah, it's like,
2: they're like the Teamsters,
0: man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and if you remember correctly, that was uh, the show they did at Lawrence, Kansas,
2: mm.
0: when they did that, and I was like, "You're messing with disaster." Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Well, look what happened. <laughs> yeah, they're still they're still here.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, they are, but I don't know. I, I just now it's
2: twelve hundred dollars a ticket. That's yeah. what it's now, right? It's, you know. <laughs>
0: I, I met a, a certain individual who, who charges $10,000 for a meet and greet. Whoa. And I handsome. looked to him and I, 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 said, I said, how much money do you, exactly do you think you're going to die with? And he goes, what do you mean die with? I was like, you're not taking it with you. How much money do you think you'll have when you die? Right. His simple answer, I want all of it. And I'm like, wow. well, okay. You know. <laughs> just who doesn't want that well exactly <laughs> but i mean 10 grand for a meet and greet i mean that, that's everybody that's would be but it
2: you know it's but in yeah. support of of support of like why bands do it just to like make the record a little cleaner i mean the public needs to understand you know that that you know we don't have record sales anymore like we used to you know yeah. and we have to find ways to to compensate right and you know i don't think dinging somebody for ten thousand bucks is the way to do it but To charge people to come meet and greet, we have to figure out as bands how we can recoup our money since we don't have record sales. I mean, look, we have to out-of-pocket our our records when we put them out now. You know what I mean? You know, even, yeah, it's even hard to get labels to even do it. Labels want you to do your own records now. So, you know, so... in, in in. in stature that, you know, I just think that, you know, this is why if people wonder why we charge or bands charge, not us, but Mm -hmm. it's because of, because of, we don't have any, any way to make money besides merchandising and, and then that. So that's why we charge because everybody wants to stream and take it for free. So that's what, that's kind of like our way of saying, Hey, we need to make money somehow.
0: Right. Well, and you know, I, who was it? Um, I can't remember what band it was. They were charging like an extra 25 bucks for a meet and greet. Well, their meet and greets are never just that you're, you're hanging out with them for a couple hours, yeah, which was always phenomenal, but they're, you're right that you guys don't have the backing that you used to have back in the day. No, Uh, if if you want backing now, you got to go out and find it yourself.
3: And gasoline costs more to fuel your tour bus or your, luxury van that you're using and you know logistically it it just costs way more money now to get to the show and get back home uh so yeah to add to what mike was saying it's very expensive and yeah so you know the fans i think some some understand some don't want to understand but hopefully they'll get it they'll understand
0: well i mean i'll be the first one to tell you i paid the 10 grand for the meet and greet because you know the dude's not getting any younger, and is my yeah. I think Motley,
2: I think Motley Crew on this last run was charging twenty five hundred a person. Yeah, or fifteen hundred a person, or something like that. I don't want to. I'm not going to quote. That. I don't really yeah. know, but I know it was up in that range. Yeah, like for each person, because I knew a couple of people from Chicago that went, and I think they paid like, I think the whole bill between two of them was like twenty five hundred. I'm mean, honestly now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was twenty five hundred. That was just to walk in a room and take snap a picture with them and say hi for five seconds.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, I do have to Dude. say though, that the, that the, uh, the, the one that I did for 10 grand came with a guitar that was autographed by the Oh, band. wow. So, you know, there, our there meet and greet
1: price right now is zero.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> our that price can right change, now
4: really?
0: is a can of beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <there> you go.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's just so much going on in the music industry that people don't see that that's behind the, the scenes, even for myself doing radio. Um, uh, if I go to a terrestrial station, I basically have to give them the show and I have to sell it inside their market. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's not, Hey, you guys want this show? All right, great. This is how much it is a month. Send me a check. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that, that all happened because of COVID because now nobody wants to spend money. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, uh, I've learned a lot of new little tricks with this thing, but I have, to, I have to sell my show not only to that station, but now I have to sell it to a, a vendor in that market to pay for the show. Trust me, I, I get it. And nobody yeah. pays me to show up someplace. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. The, bottom, the bottom line is we, we as a band need the support of our fans yes. to come to the shows and, you know, support it. And that that's going to open up more... Uh, opportunities for us to keep touring and keep uh, keep the thing alive. Yep.
0: I know you guys are always putting on a great show, no matter where you were at. I, I've seen you. I've seen you in the '80s, um, and I, I'm not positive. but I think I saw you guys uh, in the like the the mid 2000s, like 2005, something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure on that because that was a very fuzzy time for me. So. <laughs> It happens. Yeah. Um, So, um, but no, I I honestly cannot wait for you guys to get back on the road. And uh,
2: thank you. Thanks, Chris. It's going to be
0: huge shows. I mean, whether you guys are playing in front of 50 or 50,000, you guys put on an amazing show every time. You know, so, look for yeah, it. looking forward
2: to it. Yeah. looking forward to it. and thanks for having us on your show
0: bud. hey man no problem dude anytime yeah. anytime you guys want to you know stop by and say hey or whatever no. we'll let
1: you know when we're in dallas and you, you could come mm-hmm. as our our guests
0: well you know what i will take that offer
1: oh yeah hey, i grew up with it's all about attitude man. you know the metal's about attitude and some of the country's all about attitude it is it's, it's, it is and, and people like that you know so it doesn't really you know matter what if the guitar's twangy or not, it doesn't really matter. You know, if they if it's got a good attitude, then it's metal all the way around. Oh yeah, and, and that's non- what
0: I try to that's why I try to tell people when I when I told somebody I was trying to get uh, Barry Gibb on on the uh, podcast, or like, but it's a metal podcast. I said, but you don't understand. It's not just about the metal, the distorted guitars, the the the, the screaming. It is the music. It is the message behind the music. That's what makes it metal. Metal yeah. is just, is just a concept of hell. Yes. And that's what I go with. Anyways.
2: I think oh, it's just great. To actually yeah. going to try to pursue him. That can be on your show. I think it's, it's awesome.
0: Well, you know what? I, I, I love doing this. Um, uh, I have, you know a, a lot of people reach out to me a lot and uh, request songs and and just want to shoot the shit and whatever um but I always take care of the audience and you know if they if they get a hold of me and they say hey can uh, can you play neighbor by ugly kid joe hell yes I will play that for you you know if if they get a hold of me and say hey, can you play I'm on to you I'll I'll now I can do the yes but give me a little bit of time. You're going to get to check something out. Oh, cool. I just got an email from Melanie. It's... <laughs>
3: so... <laughs> hey, Chris. Yes. How about some uh, Tom Jones? You know what? Um, I like Tom, <laughs> but
0: my audience does not.
3: Oh boy. <laughs> Del- Delilah. It's a great song. He's, my oh no, mind. Yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, a Tom Jones fan also.
0: I, I, I honestly think that uh, one of the stations. If I played, tried to play Tom Jones, I'd be kicked off that station. And there goes a hundred thousand people. So,
1: wow.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <What's> new? <laughs> yeah. Well, you yes. know what's interesting? Jimmy Page did a lot of the
1: recordings
3: for Tom Jones. Jimmy Page.
1: Yes. Yeah. a lot of people. A lot of people ask me about these guitars that are behind me right now. Yeah. They're really not real guitars. They're made out of. My wife made these out of corks, like. Uh, wine corks oh nice and this this one here is one of robert sarzo's models the voodoo model and uh it's all made out of black corks that we got in uh in this winery near um near uh amarillo texas when we were there we went to this winery and we picked the wine and and uh we uh made friends with them they sent us all the black corks you know, in a big bag so that she can build this guitar. And it takes her, Mel, about a month to build one of these guitars. Really, It's a lot of thought process. She's working on the Eddie Van Halen's guitar now, which is gonna be a difficult one because, uh, you know, all the corks have to be painted with the red, white, and black stripes. Right. it be kind of difficult, but that's gonna be a diff- whole different animal, and it's gonna be a, whole- a new concept like these, but there's gonna be more lights and stuff on them, and it's gonna be cool. Wow.
3: Now, that's Tony, beautiful. do you have Do you have a way that people can reach out to Melanie Cavallo and
1: one? Perhaps. When she gets the Eddie Van Halen ones done, she's going to create a website and uh, start advertising them on Facebook and Twitter and all these other places like that. Cool. And, and uh, you know, see if she can start selling them and building so, them. To I'll take one and oh, that's uh, beautiful. I'll just, I'll put you on my website. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 they're nice. You know, they, they you know, they add a lot of back light to the room. You know, it's very cool. Yeah. Good for a TV room when you want it kind of dark, but you still need a little bit of light and you know, when we're watching TV, we have the lights down and this is the only light that's on just these guitars and it right. creates a cool atmosphere. Oh. And the good thing about it is, is the lighting that she has in them, uh, you you can hook it up to your cell phone or any device and and it'll play along with music. It, the lights will change according to music.
0: Nice. That's <laughs> yeah. That's amazing, I. You know the the, the thing is, the thing with making something out of nothing it just blows me away that the artistic value of people sure. just, I love it. It's just yeah. unbelievable to me. And Mel's got she that, you know,
1: she likes to build things and she, she knows a lot about all kinds of different tools, you know, power tools and things like that. And, uh, she uses them like a champ. She knows how to do it. So
0: my, my wife's the same. She, she is yeah. an English teacher, but she does a lot of crafting stuff and she'll be sitting there making something. I'll go there and start touching stuff saying, Hey, what's this? She'll just, just drop it and back away. I'm like, all right. <laughs> 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 Sure thing, honey.
1: <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah we invest a lot of money in tools, you know, so that she can uh, build these things. Yeah. Know, so yeah, we call we my wife's area
0: the squirrel nest.
1: Yeah. yeah. So awesome, man. Well, cool, man. I,
0: I've, I've loved having you guys on here, man, because I mean, it's not been uh, your ordinary interview, let's say.
4: <laughs>
0: I've, had, I've had a lot of fun with this. You know, talking you know, about
1: we this. like to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. like, you want to make
2: like being you- in your living room, you know? We're visiting your house right now, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 And, Thanks for having us. Man. Oh, any time. Like I've said, if you guys, uh, hell, if you guys want to, you know, fart in a can and sell it, let me know and I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about
5: it.
2: <laughs> I think we're already working on that one.
5: Really? Yeah. 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 Got a starting price. It's ten grand. you know? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah $10,000 to away. Yeah. <laughs> Ode of day. Hurricane. If you open it, if you open it up to let the sh- stink out, it's 12 grand. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Restocking fee.
4: <laughs> oh,
0: <shit>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, guys, all right. I'm not going to burn <laughs> any more okay. of your day. Thank you guys yeah, so much back. for joining me and having fun with me today. Uh, I'll let Melanie know as soon as I get this thing going as where we're going to have it up and at. And, uh, okay. Thank you guys so much. I can't wait to see you on the road.
2: Thanks, Chris. Chris. Thank you, Chris. We'll see you out there. All right.
0: Thanks a lot, guys. All right. All right, cool. Let me most coffees are just that. Coffee. It's time to wake up your taste buds with the new kid in town. Writers and Rockers Coffee Company isn't for the average Joe drinker. Riders and Rockers Coffee is the best that you deserve. From the premium light roast to the bold dark roast and everything in between. Personally, I'm really liking the LA Guns Cocked and Loaded blend. Take your coffee game to the ultimate level. Writers and Rockers Coffee Follow us on Facebook. You deserve the best damn cup of coffee. At practice, we're at an Have you ever had to mutter those famous words? That's my cable. Colossal Cable is taking that question out of the equation by offering monogrammed cable ends.